Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What the fuckadelics? What the fucktopians? I don't know. You know how it goes. There's a lot of them. Over the years, many, 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 many names. People used to send me lists of names. Many, many lists. Very helpful, but uh, I can only get to three or four. Look, folks, I'm just, I'm just getting by like the rest of you. Are you getting by? Is everything all right? It's unclear... We were talking about it today. Uh, Brendan McDonald's here in town for something. Maybe I'll tell you about. I got uh, a contest winner observing me. I'm being observed. And uh, we were talking about uh, wh- where are we at with the rules? Like like some people, you go into places. You, do, are, you don't even know if the place, I think in California, it's up to the place whether you wear the mask or not. And then if it says that you do wear masks, you go in and there's people not wearing masks, but no one seems to give a fuck. And then there's people wearing masks. And then there's still people wearing masks outside, which they haven't had to do for weeks. So I'm starting to realize that like some people are having a little detachment problem. They're having a little problem letting go of the mask. They've gotten used to it. They like uh, people only seeing half their face. They like just being recognized by their terrified, sad eyes everywhere they go. So... I don't know. I, I, I think we're going to have to let this stuff go. I mean, we're just going to have to tolerate people who want to wear them. I understand it. My friend Lipsight in New York, he actually said to me, he said, I don't think I'm ever going to take it off. But he took it off. But maybe we should just incorporate them into our lives because if you're, if you're like me, you've got a, a nice backstock. Like in the panic, I bought, uh, I probably got maybe 100 N95s of different sorts. So I'm, I'm, I'm set. I'm set for the next pandemic. I'm set for fire season. I'm ready to go. I've got the kind with the little ventilator on the top, on the front that you're not supposed to wear, you know, in places because it only protects you and not other people, but it's going to be good when I need to hike and the entire state's on fire. So I'm prepared for that. I'm prepared for fire. I'm also prepared for germs. Maybe we should just approach it like, um, the Asian people that we see who wear them all the time, who are ahead of the curve on this. There's more of them than anybody. Instead of blaming them for the pandemic, why don't we uh, give them credit for the solution in day-to-day life? We could all be healthier if we just wear the masks occasionally, and I think now we're all comfortable with it. This has been an advertisement for masks, just generally speaking. Eric Griffin is on the show today. Eric Griffin, the comedian. I've seen him around a long time. We didn't start together. I I, I don't think I was particularly nice to him necessarily i don't think i noticed him that much we talk about that a little bit he's uh you've i he's always at the store now 
And he was on Workaholics. He was on I'm Dying Up Here, and he hosts his own podcast, Riffin with Griffin, Eric Griffin. I don't know why I uh, I never acknowledged uh, Eric. I, I think it, like he's a big boy. You know, he's got a big mustache. He's he's really the most Jewish-looking black guy I know. But uh, for some reason, in my mind, just as an old-timer at this point, I I think I know everybody. And, like, I'd see this guy around. I'm like, I don't know that guy. Does he Is he a thing? I don't know what it was. I made the wrong assumption about him. He's a very funny guy, and uh, it was it was nice to have him here. Um, okay, business, my business. There's a new batch of ceramic WTF cap mugs from Brian Jones. These go very quickly. I'm not sure which ones he has. He's, he's kind of changed up the design a, a bit, but he makes them all by hand, and they are unique. I, I give them to my guests. That was the original intent of them. I actually just gave one to Quentin Tarantino, who was very excited. I mean, very excited. He's an excitable guy anyways. He's excited. But he was very excited to get the mug. Uh, and aside from that, getting these mugs from Brian Jones is the only way you can get them. So you can go to, uh, what is it, brianrjones.com shop to get your mug now. And he's donating part of the profits from the mugs to the Connecticut Food Bank. Also, it's happening. It's happening for me. Like, I've, I've gotten into a zone with the comedy it's a, it's a bit of an angry zone. It's intense. Uh, I'm carving out new space for myself up there. I feel it. Uh, I've realized something about me. Back in the day when I used to be angry, I, it was coming completely out of insecurity and, and panic and, and, and just a, a, a fury uh, about my place in the world. And now it's different. It's, uh, it's grounded in, in uh, humility and, uh, and confidence. So it's a new, more exciting Less scary anger. Maybe that'll be a blurb for my new show. New, more exciting, less scary anger. Funny even. Look, he smiles in the middle of the tirade. Yeah, that could either be looked at as sociopathic. In my case, it's a little charm. It's a little medicine. It's a little sugar to help the medicine go down. But uh, the shows are going good. And I know that I'm ready to do the Dynasty typewriter shows, which are going to be longer sets because I'm craving more time. Like, eventually, I'm like, I need more time. I got to stop running the light. I got to stop pissing off whoever's after me by doing 19 instead of 15. So I'm ready. And those Dynasty Typewriters uh, shows that uh, July 1st, July 8th, July 15th, July 22nd, you can go to dynastytypewriter.com. No, don't. They're sold out. (laughs) I'm sorry. What does that mean? They're sold out. But here are, the, here are these other ones coming up, which will be crapshoots, all of them. That's Yeah, maybe I'll call the tour that, the crapshoot tour. The uh, maybe he'll pull it off tour. Uh, the I don't know what's going to happen after the plague tour. The, uh, the uh, I think I got an hour tour. I think I have the time. That's it. The I think I have the time tour will be in Denver at the Comedy Works, August 5 through 7. Uh, Phoenix, one night only, August 12th at Stand Up Live. Salt Lake City at Wise Guys, August 19th through 21st. St. Louis, Missouri, if, if something weird doesn't happen in that state. If something, anything weirder. I don't know why I go to Missouri. I don't know. Missouri is, uh, it's almost like a theocracy. It's like a, a, some sort of white supremacist theocracy. That'll, that's going to get some emails. But I'll be at Helium in St. Louis for all you people that like me in the St. Louis, uh, September 16th through 18th. And, you know, I've, I've got this weird issue with this. It's, it happens with Texas now, too. 
You can go to the websites of those venues, by the way, to get the tickets, or you can click on the tour button at WTFPod.com. I know that people get offended when I make fun of their state, or I trivialize it, or I condescend. But you know what? If your state sucks, fix it. Because I know the argument is like, hey, you're judging, you know, don't judge Arkansas. There's a lot of good people. Not enough. There's clearly not enough good people. If there were enough good people, they'd fix their fucking state. Hey, you know, Oklahoma's really, no, it's not. There's good people. I get it, but not enough. So either leave or fix it. What am I supposed to do? Missouri, but, you know, there's a lot of us here like, I get it. You're good people, but your state stinks because of your state government. So fix it. Fix your states. Texas, fix it. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'll go there and stuff, but only if I have to. Well, we don't want you here. Okay. (laughs) No problem. No problem. Um, All right. A couple of things. Next week, Quentin Tarantino. I talked to Quentin Tarantino. It was very exciting. And uh, he said some exciting things that I found very flattering, which I didn't expect. I never expect. We had a very engaged conversation, very personal conversation, focused a lot on. He's got a book out, The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a novel. And it's great. I fucking read it. Like, and I don't know why I'm so proud of myself. I read a whole book. I read a whole book from the beginning to the end. I read it and I'd seen the movie. Cause you don't always read whole books, do you? I mean, I'm a, I'm a reader, but I'm a, like, I'll read, you know, most of something. Sometimes I'll read novels and I'll stop it like with 10 pages. Cause I'm weird. I'm like, I don't know if I don't want it to end or I don't know what it is, but I read the whole book and that excited him. So we had a good conversation. That's going to be next week. Big uh, double director week next week. Uh, we got uh, Steven Soderbergh, Quentin Tarantino. Also I bought, I'm going to say this like a, like I'm promoting. I'm not, I bought a vacuum sealer for food and, uh, I don't know if you know what fun is, but I do. It's a vacuum sealer for food because then I could cook a thing like a smoked fish thing and I'll just seal it. I'll seal it up and then it'll last another week or so. And that just the fun of seeing the seal like crinkle up and then you're just sort of like, look what I did. I saved this food. This food's going to be better now. I, put a, I bought a steak and put it in the freezer. I sealed it up and it's like you see it crinkle up and you're like, that's so cool. What am I, seven? Am I eight? What am I, 12? 12 is too old. What am I, six? Vacuum sealer. What am I, nine? Okay, so maybe maybe this is going to be a, a good year for me. Whatever, whatever's left of it. You know, primarily not because I'm feeling better or not. You know, I've, you know, obviously the plague was hard for everybody. I've been through some sadness. But, um, but maybe, maybe like I'm pitching a show. Uh, with Sam Lipsight, uh, a show that I had, I've had in my head for many years, and we fleshed it out, and now we're trying to sell it to a, an outlet. Maybe something will happen. And the reason I'm saying that is, it's uh, I don't know when this bird did this, but uh, a bird built a nest, literally in the point of my roof, the 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 point of the roof where it goes up. The top of the angle is right over the steps onto my porch into my house. There's a nest right up in there, right up in the point that is filled with uh, baby birds now. And there is shit, bird shit, all over the front, right in the center of the steps going into my house. I have to spray it off like three or four times a day. There's so much bird shit. And now I'm not a monster. I'm not going to remove the nest. They'll, they'll be gone eventually, right? That's where that comes from, right? They leave the nest, Right. But the reason why I think this has significance in my life is that if you believe the old wise tale or whatever it is, the adage that if a bird shits on you, it's good luck. 
So given that, my odds are very good. Like I could, I could probably have, if I timed it right, I could have good luck every day. I could be covered in shit, in bird shit, two or three times a day if I just wait for it. But I'm not going to do that because I think that would be cheating and it, it probably wouldn't count. But I'm just saying that this might be a good year for me because the odds of me getting shit on by birds, very high right now. Very high. So I'll let you know if that happens. Eric Griffin. I enjoy talking to him. His uh, podcast is Riffin with Griffin. And this is like, you know, your standard WTF comic style. Is me and Eric talking. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school, or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature, and now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Fox Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Fox Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcast. Podcasts. I need comfortable shoes now. You do? Yeah, I have to. They have to be comfortable. I like New Balance, you know, <laughs> Adidas. They got to be comfortable. My feet will start hurting, man. I, My feet are fucked up. Yeah, I, just, I can't. We My don't toes even know. are fucked up. You know, it's like when we're on stage, we're numb. Yeah. Like you don't, you, like you don't have to go to the bathroom. You don't, you're not feeling your but sinuses. I appar- apparently, I need to drink a lot of water. I, I got to bring my water up there. I can't get yeah. through 15 minutes. Oh, you're at that no, point I right can. now. No, I can, but like I always bring the club soda. I just have this, and I set it on stage and I leave it there. I don't drink it sometimes. Dude, I was in the main room last week at the comedy store, and I was I was in the green room. Yeah, yip yapping with whoever was yeah. there. Yeah, and I needed to go to the bathroom. Oh, you had to decide, and and I didn't, <laughs> and I was on stage, and bro, this is the first time. The first time I was like, I'm going to pee myself on oh, stage. Really? You had to go that bad? I had to go that bad. Wow. And, 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 and so I'm doing my act now. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm pacing back and forth and trying to, to and I was pee. like, wow. Yeah. And I thought, man, this is a sign of like getting older. Yeah. You know, because like your body locks up when you're younger. I always have to pee like right before I, I'm like the next guy up. You know, like last night it happened. And I'm wearing khakis. So I'm like, this is a double, Uh-oh. this is risky. <laughs> so... <laughs> That little bit of pee yeah, comes out when yeah, you're yeah. over so, forty. So Maz is on. <laughs> Maz is on, and uh, and like he's he's like at thirteen minutes. I'm like I gotta fucking do it. Yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, and I'm back there in that room in the main room, and I'm like just I'm hoping it doesn't happen. Timed out, all right though. So I got to admit, I enjoyed the uh, text exchange yesterday. It was very exciting. <laughs> I just went. <laughs> I want to ask you I a know, couple I questions. Felt, I felt so. Okay. Like, it was. It was. It was. It was a whole thing with my. Chair. I just want to ask you one, uh, one question. Uh-huh. All right. So there was a, a nice jump in <laughs> in logic. You're like, man, I'm running so late. I'm sorry. Traffic. <laughs> really? Is terrible. You're gonna do that? Traffic was bad. No. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Really, I'm gonna do this. Like, no. This was. But I wasn't funny. in the car yet. <laughs> that, that was my question. 
That was my question. No, no. Because like, I go, okay, when do you think you'll get here? And then all of a sudden, sorry, my girl's driving me crazy. So I'm like, oh, he's not in the car. No, I what I I I, I meant what I meant to say was I had checked the the map came up and it's it said okay. it's gonna take 45 minutes yeah. to get there. And yeah. I was like, oh my god. And I was already running late. Yeah. And then I'm dealing with stuff with her. And then I was yeah. like, oh no, this is a nightmare. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I felt I hate being that guy, and so I, but I'm glad you were flexible. And and I like, appreciate it. And then you know, I, it looks like you just like ass dialed me at some point. Like there's like uh, no, because when I go into my garage, I lose service. But there, there's a text here that's just GPS SYZ one two four four. Oh, I don't know what that was. Yeah, I know. I don't either. I don't know. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's just one of those things, man. You know, you'd like to be dependable. Yeah. Like you want to be dependable, right? You know, so when people say, "Hey, come here at a certain time," you're there. We well, how much drama shows. are you dealing with? No, it was just like some like not having not having the alarm set right, oh, and, right, and right. I was supposed to do something for her that I didn't do, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I like I said I was going to do it. Yeah. you know what I mean? It was, yeah. just, it was just one of those things, and I'm like, and then you feel like everything you're doing is the most important thing in the world. Yeah, you know, but when you have a partner, it's yeah. like they think that too, yeah. <laughs> and they're waiting, and they're you know what yeah. I mean. So it's just like one I of those asked things. you to do something. I, you know, you just get to an age, man, where I, I'm at, I'm at this point now where it's well, how like, old are you? Like, I'm almost fifty, man. Fifty's uh, coming up. Yeah. So, um, what are you thinking? Nothing actually. I just I'm just kind of like health wow. is good. I'm st- I'm working on my health now. Oh, like just to make sure. Yeah. There's a lot of things. My mom has dementia. Does she? Yeah. So when that happened. It really made me go, okay, what are some of the causes of this? And I started to look these things up, and With it's the like high cholesterol, inflammation, and all these kinds of things. So I went to like Next Health. One high of these cholesterol, like, huh? I went to Next Health. Yeah, high cholesterol is one of them. What if it's genetic? You know, I don't. I it's it's iffy on the science on if if that's something that is. Yeah. You know, genetic. I, I don't know. Some people say it is, and some sometimes it, I've I've read so many things because now I'm concerned about it. Yeah, you know what so I mean. So, what'd you find out? Did well, you go to the doc? I I, I went to the, one of these like um um uh, preventative medicine places. Oh, to like get a blood test, get a baseline test, find out what my vit- so I find out my vitamin D levels are low, my B12 is low, my cholesterol yeah. was rising. You know, um, yeah. diabetes is around the corner if I don't work on my blood sugar. Really? So I, I found out all these things about myself, yeah. and I was like, oh, you know what? I got to take care of this. Yeah. And then I'm engaged. Okay, and yeah. she wants to have kids, and I'm thinking yeah. to myself, "Damn, I'm a, I'm gonna be an old dad." Yeah. So let me make sure that I'm okay. Yeah. So now all these things kind of just flooded into my head, and yeah. I said, "You know what? I got to work on my health." Yeah. I got to take care of myself. Right. So I started doing it. I'm down 40 pounds. Body fat is down. Yeah. And, and I'm just working on making sure these numbers stay level. And it's just about you know, it's like you don't have to. You don't know you need to take care of yourself until you need to take care of yourself. Well, you kind of know, but you're like, "Fuck it." But when you're young, you know, when you're young, you're in your 30s. I know, but even now, though, like you know, I know I got to take care of myself. I've been on a sugar, sugar detox detox for three weeks now. Right. I go up and down. My cholesterol is always a little. It's not high, but it's borderline. Just yeah. by, no matter what I fucking eat. Yeah. My blood pressure's fine. Uh, you know, I've I've had sort of like uh, borderline blood sugar before, but usually it's because I'm eating pineapple every day or, or something. Whatever. Shit. Yeah. Exactly. And like you know, I know I gotta watch it, but like you start eating cake one day, you're in for you could be done, could be weeks before you get out of the cake hole. Dude, I remember I was I was doing this movie in Boston, and the movie sets are the worst because they're all eating dessert every meal. Well, they had us up at this like fancy hotel. So in the room, they had a mini bar in Boston. In Boston, yeah. And they had a mini bar, and yeah. there was like they had Oreos in there. Yeah, yeah. four Oreos in the package. I think four. I spent at the three weeks I was there. Yeah. Like $150 on Oreos. 
Okay. Now I tell the other. Wait, did you get a per diem? Yeah, yeah. But okay. I spent the whole. There was rush. The, the place was so expensive. The per diem. I got room service the yeah. first night. Yeah. Hamburger, iced tea. Yeah. Sixty dollars. Sure, of course. The per diem was sixty. I was like, right. I can't survive on this. Yeah. So I get. I spend one hundred fifty dollars on Oreos, and I tell the other actors we're in the van headed to set, and they're like, Eric, there's a CVS down the street. Just go buy Oreos. Yeah. I said, listen, if I go buy those Oreos, yeah, I'm gonna eat all of the those whole package. Oreos. Yeah. But now I'm just eating four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing the right thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking out for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it is, which goes to show, it costs money to be healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I do go down the rabbit hole too in terms of sweets. It's like if I get oh, if I get in, and just like fuck. I can't. Have, that's why I don't even want it in my place. But dude, I just got it. Like talking to the influence thing, I just got a uh, DM from Jenny's Ice Cream, best fucking ice cream in the world. Ugh. Like, and you know, some people, Pat and Oswald, set me up on it like a quarterly delivery you know when i was you know during the last year because i was sad and uh but they started i started taking pictures of it because i was getting mad not a patent or anything else just at having ice cream in my yeah. house that i had no control over so it would come and i'd do an instagram of it and i'd be like fuck this what the fuck is this about <laughs> i just got sent yogurt this seems, company seems better yeah but it's still sugary it's like Sugar, and it's, no, it's full they, of dairy too they sent me like a box full of like you know mint chocolate chip uh, yogurt frozen yogurt frozen yogurt on uh, sticks and it's on like sticks. delicious stuff. <laughs> My fridge is full of it. it's delicious. You know, so now I'm sitting here like I hate yeah. even knowing it's there. Yeah, I know. I have no self control. And then you just plow through it. Yeah, you have impulse control problem when it comes to like you know this kind everything. of thing. Everything if it's right I think there. It's a comic thing too. But I think it's like it's a certain type of human thing. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone's sort of like, hey, do you think like you know there's more comic alcoholics? I'm like, no, no, yeah. It's plenty of com- you know plumber alcoholics. Yeah, it's all about moderation, and we have a, we have an issue with it. Yeah, it's just maybe you know more compulsive people are attracted to comedy, but I don't think proportionately there's more <laughs> compulsive idiots. But there is a compulsory element to saying the same thing over and over again. Well, at I the mean, same energy, at the same at the same level. Hey, Eric, if you need to write some shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all can't sit on a stool <laughs> and have whatever's going on in the world just come to our head. But you got an act too. Don't sit here and act like I you know. know. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's sure. like, but that's the beauty of actually being a comic is being able to bitch about things at yeah. the same level yeah. every single night. Like, but there's yeah. something magical about that. Yeah, sometimes things wear out though. You know, you know what I mean. But I, for me, I always try to find one little thing different yeah, yeah of and course. now we're, we're working on new shit so you know something pops in little thing yeah then you just sort of like oh, i gotta remember that but then it becomes a compulsory thing too you're like oh i gotta do that again yeah yeah yeah. Uh, oh let's say that again i guess so i never thought of, i never thought about it that way because some most people talk about like the laugh is addictive it's like hasn't been for me in a long time like for me the more addictive part is like when something new happens boom <laughs> you know or, what I mean? or, or it's something like you you have this idea and it's connecting. Yes, and right. The laughter is just a result of them. Well, you know it's happening with you, right? You know it's happening, but yeah. the thrill is like it's the new thing. Yeah, it's not just the laugh. Like you know, like that's the that is the difference between just going up there and doing the same thing over and over again, and you know it works, and that's enough. Is not the right, same right, right. as like going up there and getting that new laugh. Yeah, let me try this. I got a new laugh last night. I, I like open to, with a new. I like couple. to break it up too. Like, yeah. like, like sometimes I like to go like, this is what I close with. Yeah, and I'll go. I'm gonna start with. that. Yeah, and see if I can follow. And see myself. if I can follow this like, thing. I think it's okay to do that. And you, well, you can do that at the comedy store. You only got 15 minutes. Right, 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 right. I hate it's so funny sometimes when I'm at the comedy store and I'm like, these people have 15 minutes and they're choosing to talk about this. You know, like how do you get like you know my dick? You know, seven minutes in. 
Is it like out of hey, all the th- listen to the comedy sheriff over here? No, no, no. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, I've talked about my dick plenty, but it's like it's interesting how people will craft a, a 13 minutes. No, there's no purpose. But it's like you got 13 minutes, and you never look at it like that. Like, okay, so I've got this 12 to 15 minute thing where I get to say whatever I want, and the party is like, that's what I chose. That's what- you know what? You know when I felt like that is what? when I, I was working on. I was, we're, we're taping. I'm dying up here. Yeah, and I I got they, they I, I got to do a Showtime special. Yeah, and they, but they wouldn't let me go on the road. What? Yeah, I, I, they wouldn't let me like. I oh, had you mean to go work it out? Go work it out like uh-huh. out of town. Yeah. So I had to do everything in town, and I was doing these sets, and it was, it was like I really realized, realized oh. You can really take advantage of these fifteen minute sets at the comedy store. Yeah, if you break it if up. If you break it up and you're working on a thing. So it was like I felt like, oh man, I'm really working on this. And so then I felt like that when you see people and you go, Why are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Like why aren't and you taking this things. time yeah. of all the of all the times? Or it's like remember when you were doing different club shows and yeah. like a local opener, you might want to say to them, like, you got ten minutes, man. Why are you keep doing it yeah like why you work on some shit yeah they're not here to see you anyway yeah so don't even matter you know yeah it's a weird thing and it's hard though you get stuck at the store because it's like you do want to do well so if you're going to go up there like oh. Oh, i'm not going to do that 15 minutes i'm going to do this whole other chunk and then you sort of like i'm scared well you, get- <laughs> well, you know what's funny what? now we're back to it being a workout room it's the best i know because been for the last five years it was just like oh this shit is a show. fucking show i gotta do my a material because i gotta go up after here's yeah. rogan here's yeah. Marin, here's like you know what i mean yeah. no it's the truth man you know it's like you know yeah. all the people that line up was like a show and people were there for like on a tuesday yeah you know what it's I mean? It's nice now, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. all there's all these people I've never seen before. Yeah. They're sort of in the shadows. Yeah. Like, it's almost like people are like, "Can we come out now?" Yeah. Yeah. Man. Come on, man. This is a, it's a nice little like. Let me work on my material room again. I love it. I love it. It's such. It's so. It's like. It's so good. Now you were telling me like. Now what? Do you have a problem with me? Is we all right? No. Yeah, we're good. Okay. What are you talking about? No, you're, you're just right. no. You know what's funny? <laughs> this, is, this is actually hilarious because right, right, right. back my first time, my I had a you know first Showtime special. Yeah. I don't know, maybe my representation or somebody yeah. hit you up and asked me to be on the podcast, right. and you said no. Uh, you were like, I don't know that guy or whatever. Well, that's probably what I said. No, no, but it's, it's fine. No, that was- and it cut to, I always tell people, you have to wait for things in the business. Yeah. You can't always, you know, yeah. cut to, like, you just walk up to me, hey, man, I want you to be on a podcast. Give me your number. Yeah. And you just go, all right, I waited for that, and yeah. here it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, did, I, know, I don't know why. I just didn't, I didn't know you. And it, but it's so, I, I but it, it doesn't matter because there's plenty of people I don't know. So I was trying to figure out like, well, why did I do that to Eric? <laughs> I don't, man. It, because it, like there's some part of my dumb brain where it's sort of like, I've been doing this forever, right? Yeah. So there's still some part of my brain that's like, I know all the guys. And in my mind, it's sort of like, I don't know that guy. I've never seen him before. Yeah. Like, and I didn't see you around that much. You know what it is? Is that, you know, it, what it is, it's like, a, it's like we hang with uh, our peers. We hang with certain groups of people. Also, it, I go in and out. I'm old. I don't hang around. It is. it is what it is. No, no, I know. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm, I don't take offense. I, I just, I, I, I always, it's but, like. But you said like the other night that like I, I would literally not acknowledge you. Oh, you did do that. I was, you walked out of the <laughs> OR. Here I am standing there with like, it was yeah. like Neil Brennan, yeah. like Whitney yeah. Cummings. It was yeah. like these types of people. Yeah, yeah. And you walked up and you were like, hey, how you doing? Shook that person's hand. How you doing? And literally <laughs> nothing for me. And I was like, okay, nothing. <laughs> I even said that. You walked away, and I went to everybody, nothing, huh? I'm not even here. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I don't know what the you hell know, is that. Is... I, you know what? But there's a certain, like, 
there's a certain. I don't like, like to be that guy, but hazing. I know I'm that guy. There's a, so you're that guy though. No, but I don't notice it. It's just me being selfish. It's it's rude, and I'm not acknowledging. I try. I have to be aware of that stuff. It's yeah. like again, I'm sort of like, oh, there's that guy that, that I've never seen really working. Uh, okay. Or, or or another thing we do too. You know what? So another thing that yeah. we realize we don't really watch each other. I do. No, but. Okay. In you general, know, I don't. In say, general, I don't make a point of it. But you like a lot of times, sometimes you might. If you're going up next, you might be or sitting if I'm there watching. half hour earlier. Out, yeah, yeah. But a lot of times, even if we know each other, there's a lot of people that you hang out with at the comedy store and talk to that you are not sure if they're funny or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not sure. No, I know. And sometimes I watch them and I'm not sure. I, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, they seem to be doing the job, but I don't know how it's working. Or it's not your cup of tea. I guess. I'm honest. I can say that right out. There are many people at the comedy store that I watched their set and I go, this ain't for me. Yeah, well, I think you- And I think that's okay. I believe you've gotten better. I think you're doing your best work now. Well, I I think it. you've gotten more angry. Is that right? Um, I just think I'm more in touch with who I am. You angry. know what I mean? You know, sometimes I'm angry about that, but but that's my brand. Oh, I, is it? You got a brand? I, I bitch about things, and Did I you like design I, it. I bring things up, yeah, and then yeah, people yeah. are like, "Oh, they like that about me." I knew this from before. I used to coach basketball, and I would be like yelling at the kids because I'm He's like, doing. "What they're doing?" I'd be like, "What are you doing?" But the way I was doing it, the crowd is laughing, like I'm putting on a show. Really? It was one of the first times I realized I actually should be a comic. So wait, where'd you grow up? I grew up in L.A. Where? Uh, like Mid Wilshire area. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, from LA. are you from LA? No. Oh, I mean, I grew up in New Mexico. Oh wow! And I was, and I was born. Okay, in, well, that that explains. I was born <laughs> in New Jersey. No, I'm I'm tied in with the East Coast. Okay, I'm, uh, a, I'm a West Coast guy. Yeah, yeah. And what? So, both your folks are from here. Um, uh, I I've only I'm my only child, single parent oh, for really? my whole life. Yeah, never met my dad before. How what, what happened? Where did he go? I. It's just, it's just one of those things. Did you ask your mom? I, I, you know what? I asked her about it when I was in my teens. Yeah, and she got like really. Yeah, there was something that you know, and I was like, oh, like women got, yeah, yeah. they got their secrets, right? And I'm, 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 I'm because I'm a comic, I'm analytical. But it seems like you're entitled to know a little bit about that one. I asked. <laughs> Yeah. But it was like one of these things where you know I raised you, yeah, right. but, but oh, you don't want him to have no credit. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. I go, that's mm. fine, and maybe because even if my father was has been trying to reach out to me, and my mom stopped it, she has her reasons. I yeah. don't have any resentment towards that. Right, but I f- myself thought about it, and I was like, well, do I want to find out? She told me his name, yeah, and I was like, okay, and I said I took that information, and two or three weeks later, I completely forgot about it. And it let me know it didn't matter. Right. It'd be one thing if I you knew your dad at, up to seven years old and so, he vanished, but I've never had a dad in my life, so it wasn't something that I felt like I was missing until I was like around other people. And right. I'd be like, so there's you don't think that you know you you forgot about it out of like you, you, you know like there was no fuck that guy at all. No. Mm. No, there wasn't really. I always felt like there was a story here. That I wasn't privy to. Yeah. I wasn't a part of. He's a Jewish guy. He's probably a Jewish guy. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, you're like the most Jewish looking black guy I know. uh, There's so many mix. There's the mixes, like, who knows? But, you know, like I say, I didn't. And then now my mom has dementia. So now I'm not going to really get any real information. It's lost. It's it's gone. Yeah, it's like the the locket that she threw off the Titanic. Exactly. That's That sucker's (laughs) in the ocean. Or maybe she kept it, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like a you know I don't know. I mean, some people it's a big deal to them, mm. and I understand that need or whatever it is, and there's and I can understand the feeling of being like, 
as a man, why didn't you want to find out? But I, what, f- from what I understand now, is that you know he probably had a family. I probably would. Well, this um, probably wasn't. I right. was. I was an, a, an affair baby. Oh, you know may- what I mean. Yeah, maybe. So he probably has like you maybe. Know, he got. I probably have brothers and sisters that you know don't know. And maybe maybe that's one, the more curious thing to me. Yeah, I'd be curious about. That's what that. I'm, you know why I wanted to know? Yeah, I wanted to know. Well, what do you got cancer? Yeah. Do you, is there things I should be worried about? Sure, sure. Those are the kind of things that I'm thinking about, like having what's a relationship. Gen- yeah, what's, what's my, my genealogy? Yeah, you know what I mean? All that stuff. Because yeah. uh, I know, like, there's a lot of people that, like, uh, that are adopted and stuff. They're just, they're not, they're not going to do it. You know why? Why go find them? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're my parents. That's enough. Or yeah, exactly. Or or but it just depends on whatever feeling of rejection you might feel or you mm. know, no matter what i mean these why are, did you throw me away right. these are natural feelings sure what'd your mom do well my mom she like did a bunch of things coming she was like a medical transcriber when i was a kid yeah that imagine they don't even do that anymore you yeah know? what is that that would be like the doctor would be talking into it oh yeah and yeah, then yeah she the would dictaphone tra- the di- yeah so she was doing that and then she got it then she became a health and safety specialist because people were suing uh, you know, uh, companies, they were getting those, like, workers' compensation claims. Sure, yeah, so they, yeah. So they had to form a new profession of, like, a safety specialist to be on, like, at, at locations to make sure oh. to cut down on these lawsuits. Right, like, right, make right, sure there's right. fire extinguishers. Just right. make sure that they'll, you know. So she became that until she retired. Oh, wow. So how old is she? My mom's 78. And she's 79. Oh, man, it's so, uh, my dad's getting old, too. It's tough, it's though. It it's is tough. My me. dad, my dad's starting that sort of dementia thing. I think it, it's, it's a really something's going on. It's a really tough. And I knew we knew my stepfather and I knew for a while. Oh, like, so you got a stepfather? Yeah, yeah, I got my stepdad. Yeah, they, they they got married when I was like nineteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they've been together for a long time. He's a great salt of the earth. Love yeah. him. You know, and he's yeah. taking care of my mom right now. So yeah. it's like, I in my mind, I know whatever happens, I'm gonna make sure he's okay too. You know? Yeah. What I mean? Oh yeah. Oh the hell yeah. I mean, my my both my parents have got people, and I'm like, hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying, dude. I'm like, please don't have it. I call him to be like, how are you doing? Exactly. You know are what you I mean? okay? Yeah, I'm always telling him, like, yo, dude, stop eating those cookies because <laughs> you got to take care of my mom. So I'm going to stop fucking around and get your healthy gear, you know? Oh, so hilarious. it's yeah. like it's that kind of thing. So like I say, dementia is a real a tough one because of how it affects loved ones. Yeah, and I've been doing this bit about it, and it's not landing that well. I do a whole thing about it. That's how I deal with things. I talk about my mom's dementia What's on your stage. angle? Well, I just, I just talk about, like, how, like – um I didn't know at first that you're not supposed to argue or try to reason with them. Oh, so I'm have I was having knockout fights with my mom because my mom thinks her grandmother's alive. Oh, you know, yeah. So I'm having conversations with. Her. I'm like, Mom, you're 78. Yeah, yeah. Your grandma would be 135 <laughs> years old. And she, that? And she's like, Well, she's doing good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I just talk about it, and I find that when I talk about it, I really enjoy when people come up to me afterwards and they go like, Hey, man. I'm dealing with that too, and I've never laughed about it. And thank you. Oh, that's nice. Because yeah. I'm like, I just started talking about it in that I, I said uh, I like to like I'm I'm seeing this as my father's beginning the Alzheimer's journey. I don't want to yeah. give it a negative spin because <laughs> to be honest with you, like it's, it's just a countdown. It's just the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And now, like he still knows me. He still knows what's up. He's having a little hard time following through. But you know, he used to be kind of a difficult dude and kind of an asshole and never shut up. He had an edge to him. And oh, now he's well, a that explains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And now, like, you know, he's all soft and nice and yeah. listening. I'm like, make sure you take time to appreciate the sweet spot of dementia yeah. right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And it's not really landing that good. And then I say, uh, like, and I know in a couple of months he probably won't know who he is. And, and then I'll be truly free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. <laughs> 
Yeah, I see why that's, uh, that's not landing good. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's um, I, you know, it, it it hits differently for different sure, people. Man. It's not all. Well, yeah, you're kind of like you know uh, approaching it with some empathy, and it's kind of funny and frustrating. But your mom's got the good tag. Yeah. She's, yeah. It, it is really frustrating, though. It is a frustrating thing because, like, you know, I just think you she know, still know you. Yes. Yeah. You know, and and it's not like that yet, but it could uh, it could because it start dementia turns into Alzheimer's, and then there's a countdown to them mm. their brain just deteriorating right i what the, the thing that was hard was we we took her to the doctor for the first time yeah when she because they moved to spain for like four years really yeah they moved they want she wanted to go to spain why they just wanted to do it they retired you know why they want, spain of all places spain is actually a great cost of living in spain. Oh, okay yeah it's yeah. like beautiful and then, and then you could get places mm. if you want to travel you're in spain you can get to germany right, you right, can right. get to like you know so they, sure it's europe so, but she was, every time I would visit, I could tell she was repeating herself a lot. She oh. was like, and then, you know, last time I saw her when I really felt like she was more herself, she was like talking about, um, talking about things yeah. that I was like, oh, she doesn't know what's going on. Right. She said to her, said to me too, I'm depressed because yeah. I'm feeling, I'm confused. Yeah. So I knew she knew something was up. And then what happened was she went for a walk and fell down. Yeah. And it fast tracked it. Yeah, my dad's terrified of falling down. Well, that's what happened. When my mom, she fell down. She was out of some place in this where she yeah. wasn't supposed to be. Luckily, the people are very nice. They helped yeah. her. Yeah. And then, then it was like my stepdad called me. We got to come home. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So then when we came, so, so now she's here in the States, and then yeah. we go to the doctor. And I say that she's sitting there, and I go, what do you want? How do we talk about this? You yeah. Know, he goes, listen, we got to just talk about it. So yeah. I say, I was like, okay, well, my mom thinks her grandmother's alive. Yeah. <laughs> And then my mom was like, what are you talking about? So they did this cognitive test, and it was hard to watch. Because mm. it was like, that's when you really saw that uh, there's something simple up. shit. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was like, you know, draw a clock. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and make the time 11.45. Oh, really? You know, so she, she, it was funny. She drew the clock. Yeah. And she wrote 11.45. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know. It's close. That's a digital clock. I mean, <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? Like, and it was like, <laughs> say as many F, say as many, like, um, animals that start with the letter F for uh. Like what's what does a train and a bike have in common? Uh, like those type of things. And then you, I saw it for the first time where I was like, oh man, because her personality. It's so funny. Is Every one of those that you just asked, I'm like, okay, I, still, I can still do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting in there doing the same thing. I'm like, okay, well, these are kind of hard. I'm like, let me let me see, make sure I can. <laughs> what's the right answer? So, and it was tough to see. It was tough to like really witness. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I got to gonna f- have to figure out how to be a little more sympathetic in my approach. Yeah. Why well, wouldn't spend time with him? You know, you got he's in Albuquerque, and I'm going to go back. Got my brother going out there because you want to sort of get the time in before you know they go away. And then, but it's hard. You know what the thing though is, mm. if I'm being like 100 about it, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to spend time with my mom because my mom's not there anymore. Like this is not. My, yeah, it's, it's a different person. So so you're holding on to your memories, and you're like, you know, you're, you, it's that good. You know, it's like that is a feeling I'm trying to fight. So when I see her, I'm just trying to just be like. Yeah, I just like it's weird. My dad was always kind of spacey, you know. He's kind of like avid a lot, you know, like daydreaming or whatever up right. in his head. Now it's just like it seems to be a little longer. Well, this is even different because with <laughs> yeah. my mom, it's so specific. Like she thinks, she thinks. So we have them at this like retirement place. Oh, that's good. But she thinks that at night she goes home to her grandmother's house. Oh, wow. So I'll talk to her. And she'll be like, yeah, we're going to be going home in about 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. And yeah. she doesn't, 
And she doesn't realize, like she thinks her grandmother's house. Yeah. So I remember, I talk about this on stage too. This is one of the things I talk about. I go, I didn't know what to do because she thinks her grandmother's house is Did you know street. her grandmother, your grandmother? I, I met her when I was nine yeah. and I went to her funeral. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Um, terrible woman too, which is why I don't understand why my mom was fixated on this. Yeah. The sto- every story she told me was how my her grandmother was a tyrant, you know? So it's really strange. Really? Yeah. Where was she, the grandmother? Uh, in, in, in Belize. Oh, that's where your mom's from. Yeah. So this is what I'm trying to say, too. Yeah. So I tell my mom, I, you know, she's like, Grandma's house is down the street. So I open up Google Maps. Yeah. They're in Oxnard. Yeah. Then I put Grandma's address in yeah. Belize. Yeah. And I show it to my mom. Yeah. The line is going down Mexico, yeah. down through Central America. Yeah. And she looks at it, and she just laughs at me. Yeah. She's like, I'm crazy. <laughs> she's laughing at me like, I'm crazy. Grandma's house is down the street. Yeah. What are you showing me? It's, it, you don't go to Mexico to go to Grandma's house. Uh-huh. So it's the kind of thing that, like, when you're a logical person, or you think you are, yeah. and I think that's a man thing, too. Like, we really want everything's got to be logical and make sense and analytical. You know what I mean? It's hard to deal with, like, this thing that yeah. is, like, completely fantasy world. It's right, a fantasy but, world. But it's also terrifying to realize that, like, the only thing that makes us anything is our fucking brain. And, like, Bro. you know. And once that goes even a little bit, you're fucked. You that, just, that's the thought process I went through, and that's why I'm working on my health not now. It's like you're one you're one head injury away from like you know not knowing what not knowing who you are, or where you yeah. are. Yeah, it's crazy. My mom hits me, and she's like, and she thinks now she thinks she walks too. She yeah. thinks I walk to grandma. I'm tired of walking. Eric, I need you to get me a bike. Like, oh, bitch, you're not gonna get a bike. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's so infuriating when to like to deal with it. You know, she wants yeah. a bike. <laughs> She'll be 80 years old on a bike, you know, you know, driving around Oxnard. And she can't walk. And she, you know what I mean? And she can't, she's like, I don't want to walk anymore. There's no buses over here. Like, all these things. Like, it's a whole world that, that she's created. Well, at least she's still active in her head. Yeah, that's what I said, too. Yeah. Maybe that's great. In her mind, her yeah. grandmother's still alive, and yeah. she has a whole life with her. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, because she even say to me, oh, my grandma was asking about you. <laughs> that's what she says to me. Oh, grandma was asking about you. How's that little, how, how is that, you know, little stinker? You know, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I just go... All right. Wow. What do we know about the afterlife? Maybe she's really. You know, and there's no like you can't reason, and it's it was the hardest thing to really accept. Yeah. Because I said to my mom one day in the beginning, I was like, "All right, so oh, grandma, huh?" I was like, "Well, how old's your grandma?" Yeah. You know, and she was like, "Oh, she's in her she's in her late 80s." Yeah. You know, I said, "Oh, she's in her late 80s." (laughs) I was like, "Okay, well, how how old are you, ma? How old are you?" You know. Yeah. Like I was like. Yeah, trying to like I was like, well, how old is your mom? Yeah, you're like to how old is your mom? Do you think is it because Ma, you're thirty years older than me? Yeah, that's what I was trying to explain. I said you're thirty years older than me. Yeah, how old? How much older is your grandma from you? Now it's a story problem. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like she's like, I don't know. <laughs> then she gets mad, yeah. and I realized that I was making her uncomfortable. Right. So I, I was like, I had to stop doing that because they still got their pride, right? Oh, stubbornness, hell. Yeah. Imagine that you add stubbornness. And the other thing that was tough was like my mom was on social media. So I, I, another thing I talk about is like you know dementia on social media is yeah. not good. No, my mom's reliving old beefs on, 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 on Facebook. Facebook. Oh. She's reliving them on Facebook like with real people. She's talking no, th- no. Th- no. She's talking about a woman that yeah. when she retired thirty years ago, yeah. she hated, yeah. and she's talking shit about her on Facebook and being racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I have to tell my mom, I'm like, Mom, you can't write this on the internet. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't write this. Yeah. And she's like, I can do whatever I want. So I went into her page and I made all her pre- preferences private. Yeah. So she don't know. That. She don't even know. So she's writing everything. Now I just egg her on. She writes yeah. something and I go, Oh, <laughs> tell her off, Mom. You know. So. Oh boy. And I, you know, and I deal with things where like I, I take whatever pain and anguish and all the things that are going on in my yeah. life, and I take it. I just go right to the stage with it. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to. I mean, that's what we do, you know, and it, and, I, and I think it does generally help people. I know? think it does, too. Yeah. I really think it does. So do you have do you have family in Belize? No. Um, I have no maybe. idea. I have no idea what Belize is. Belize was like Belize is have like you Jam- been there. Yes, many times. But Belize is like Jamaica. They have they actually have the similar accents. Oh, okay. It was both both of them were slave ports. Okay. So you have um you have a lot of like you know Latin black. Oh, okay. And straight Latino because Honduras is right there and all these things. So it's like a very hodgepodge of people. Yeah. And then then Belize got their independence in like the seventies from okay. Eng- from England. It was a uh, English. What uh, kind of food? Oh, uh, it's it's the same kind of like Caribbean food. Oh yeah, it's Caribbean food. You oh, know, so nice. it'd be rice beans, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. oxtails, plantains. It's oh, that yeah. kind of food. So it's very similar to Jamaica. So I have family from Jamaica roots, and then and then it's like there's Spanish roots. There's like so I have all these different types of uh, things, and then like you know I don't really know exactly my father's origin. My mom used to say like oh like you know Eastern European. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Jews, you know, Jews. He's a Jew. I'm telling. Who you. knows? Eastern European dude. I don't want to get to twenty three and me because it's like when, I, I just don't want to. Oh, know. you got to do that at least. I don't want to know. Well, you, they're not going to give you a name. I know, but it's like who who would want to know? Like I, do, it, I, do, I did mine. I'm like it, it just came back Jew <laughs> <laughs> with a hate letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another one. Yeah, it said, that's what it said at the top. Another yeah. Jew. <laughs> so you know you got to do that one. Come yeah, on, maybe. You're my friend game, my friend game. I'm really, I'm really not curious. Come, you are so. I, I, I am not. It's not going to give you a name, but you need to give you the breakdown. Even if it was just your mom, you'd want to know, right? Maybe. I mean, what's what's there? Maybe way? I'll do it and I'll make a whole thing out of it for my podcast. Riffing right. with Griffin. <laughs> Riffing with Griffin. That was called. Yeah. How's that going? Yeah. <sighs> Well, it's no, it's no WTF. Well, you know? I mean, what, how Obama's you... not coming on. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he might. Have you asked? <laughs> He's in a different place now. He's was that, like, is that was that like the, the 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 height of doing the podcast for you? Was that a moment where you were like, "This is well, it's a moment for the most po- uh, like it's just a moment like, for everybody." Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. was sort of like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're right. It was we a, all lived it with you, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I yeah, thought that's funny you say that because I thought that myself too. I was thinking to myself. How the fuck did he get the president? <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, he, yeah, we, we he's were so all crotchety. How did he? <laughs> we were all thinking that. Yeah, even but, the president. But it's like you know, I think it is what it is. You know, you have whatever your whatever your audience is. You know, you you just you do it for them. Yeah, and you keep doing it, big or small. You know. Yeah. So okay. So your mom's from Belize, but so the your dad did that happen in Belize? No, 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 no. I it was when here. she was in the when she was in the states. How'd she get here? Why'd she come here? Um, her parents? I think it was, she just wanted a better life, you know? But did she come with her folks? No, she? no, no. Oh, really? She left, yeah, she's, my mom has, my mom overcompensated for her bad childhood by making sure I was spoiled when I was coming Yeah. Up. That's how she dealt with it. Yeah. Yeah, so she had like a bad story with her, like, you know, father not wanting her oh. and a crazy mother and, huh. you know, it was that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So she wanted, she made a better, she wanted a better life for herself and then a tyrant aunt and her grandmother was bad. Yeah. So it was like she went to England to become a nurse to escape. Uh-huh. And then while in England, she figured out how to come to the United States because one of her aunts was here. And yeah. That was the situation. And then she just worked her way. She had a struggle. You know, it's like I always say, like, my mom, she became my hero. Amazing journey. Yeah. she Because she did so much yeah. to, like, make sure that my life was, like, as pleasant as possible to, yeah. like, so I could be here today. And you're the only one. And I'm the only one. That you know. You might have some half-brothers. Who knows? Jewish ones. Yeah. And <laughs> or, or whoever. Yeah. <laughs> 
I wish. Maybe I can get, you know. <laughs> See, there's another I'd like, reason. What? I'd be like, you, you've been casting this whole time and you did <laughs> <laughs> So when do you, so when did you start doing the comedy? You just you were just an LA kid? Yeah, I was just I was an LA kid. I wanted to do comedy, so I told my my mom was the kind of lady that if I said I wanted to be a rock climber, she would like go buy ropes and sign me up for sure. a class. So that's So when you were in high school, what were you like thinking? I don't know what I was thinking yet. I wasn't no. a great student. I didn't know what I wanted to do yet. Did you go to college? Yeah, I went to like West LA College for like a couple of years trying to like, and I, and I did all this just because my mom wanted me to be a college graduate. I mean, mm. that was the whole, it was all for her. It wasn't for me. And then I transferred into yeah. US, USC. Oh yeah? Because she was working there, so I got like tuition remission. I didn't have to pay, but I just did terrible. Yeah. It was just terrible. And then I started, and then I was telling her, you know, I, you know, I want to do this. And then so like I took a class. She signed me up for this class and it was taught. When actually, were you coaching basketball? It was like, it was around that time. So you quit college and you're yeah, coaching. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was working, I was, I got a job, you know, so I was like part time. I was working at a school like as like the PE coach. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, so I was coaching the after school sports. Well, how were you, how'd you qualify for that job? You don't have to have any. <laughs> To work at some Catholic grammar school, you don't have to like you know. They're not looking for you to be like you know you know you just you just working with the kids after school. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I was yeah. nineteen. You yeah. know what I mean? So right. it didn't matter. And then I then I started after that. I I was just working jobs. And then I started working at the high school that I graduated from. That they needed somebody to work in the library. Then I started working with the picture with the. Uh, then I then I got a job in the office being yeah. a register. You know, I was Were like you miserable. You know, it, it was miserable because I didn't know what I wanted to be. So yeah. then I decided, you know what? While I'm doing that, I want to be a teacher. So then I started going to like. I took my credits from USC and all this stuff, and I went to uh, Mount St. Mary's. They had an adult college yeah. on the weekends. Yeah. And so I started doing that. But then, as I'm doing that, I, I sign up for a comedy class. But you, but you were getting laughs as the basketball coach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you always getting laughs? Yes, I was always. I've always been a funny person. Yeah, you know. And so, and then, and, and within emotionally funny person. So yeah. if like I'm angry, people are laughing at me. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, so after a while, I started to go. Oh, I gotta use this. That's a rare thing. Yeah, this the, is something. The, there's the, something here. I, I, where you're, you're, even your anger is impotent. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like they're just laughing at you. The the endearing cranky guy. Yeah, that's what it turned yeah, into. Yeah, and yeah. so I was like, all right. So then I took a class, and then like I took this like comedy acting class Which at one? UCLA. Which I took a two UCLA extension classes, and it's funny. In funny enough, it's one of them was in stand up, and one of them was in acting. The stand up one was actually taught by Sandy Shore, if you can believe that. But wait, but she, I thought she had that's her right. own thing she was also doing a ucla extension class whoa sandy mitzi's daughter who's like kind of strange no? yeah very strange wasn't she buddhist she was very strange and she told us that she slept with in a, a spaceship oh she what yeah she would tell she said i i go i sleep in a spaceship Here, i thought it was dice because she slept with well, dice. that's another that's a whole other <laughs> monstrous story right i guess i was sitting there like i guess that's kind of a spaceship yeah i don't know where to but so it was like that was weird but then i got the bug after that but then i didn't know what to do but did you learn anything from sandy uh i learned how to be on stage for you the did? first time well what was the curriculum like what you guys do well, you know it was like i always recommend anyone that if you want to start doing comedy take one class yeah, just to be comfortable being on stage around people that are going to make you feel safe. Huh. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, it's a way to get on stage without being totally terrified. Yes, yeah. and then, and then like you could also take ten weeks to like let me work on these dumb jokes. Yeah, yeah, and you can and you you know all the people. Yes, exactly. And you're all going over your and, jokes. And then we had like a uh, a showcase at like the belly room in the OR in the OR. The first time I ever did comedy yeah. on stage was in the OR, and that was Sandy's deal with her mom. Yeah. You know, and then I remember I was like, "Oh, 
I love this, but yeah. I didn't know what to do after that. Right. So then I, what was the acting class? It was this. It was just a comedy acting class at UCLA, and mm-hmm. I remember this was the first time my mom. Yeah. My mom saw me, and it was the first time that she believed in me. Oh yeah. Because you know when you tell. This woman wanted me to be a lawyer, doctor, or businessman. Yeah. And I say, well, I actually want to be an entertainer. Yeah. She was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But then when she saw me, she was like, oh, he could do it. Oh, yeah. You know, well, then, that's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good feeling. And then, um, you know, then I, then I was working. I had jobs. And then, you know, when you're in L.A., I don't know how to get on stage. I didn't know what to do. Like, taking a class is safe. But then after that, it's all up to you. And you've got your nine jokes? Right. Signing up for open mics. And, and that's what you started doing? Yeah. And I remember going. I was going when I was doing open mics. It was like, um, uh, like Jamie Kennedy was doing open mics, and and uh, what's How the hot, hot, hot pocket guy was doing open mics? I was twenty two. You know what I mean? We, oh, Gaffigan. Gaffigan was doing open mics. This, no. Yeah, man. This was like way back in the day. And so what happened was I stopped because I didn't know. I had some so many bad experiences on stage that I was like, I, I can't do this. So it's twenty eight years ago. You know what I mean? Or so. Yeah, and then and then it took me like it was it was when I was thirty. But that was just when there were mics at clubs, right? You couldn't No, they was, were like coffee houses. Oh and, really? Yeah. There was, were? Yeah, there was weird little coffee houses all over the place. There was this place on Venice called Pedersons. Huh. And that was like a weekly show. And and then what happened was I quit for like eight years. So you did like that's funny because I, I that happened to me too. I did I did stand up one summer after I'd done it in college with another dude, and I did it one summer for real, doing open mics and shit. And it was like eighty four, and then I I didn't do it for another three years. So I graduated college, then I immediately came out here and started doing it. So I wish again. I would. I didn't even have that journey. I just stopped. I stopped. Yeah. And then it was when I was thirty years what, old. What turned you? What what made you go like fuck? Well, I didn't want to wake up fifty and be like I didn't follow my dream. No, but I mean, what stopped you when you were doing open mics? Just sort of. Oh, oh man, I had so many. Ba- I remember. I'll never forget this. You knew, do you know who Jay Anthony Brown is? No. Oh well, he's just he's just like old school black comic, and yeah. I'm, I'm at this club. It's called Mixed Nuts at the time. It's not a com- it's not a comedy union. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's on Pico by Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. No, I remember that place. It was called Mixed Nuts way back in the day. Is the union still open? I don't know. Right. So I'm uh It's a black club. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there in the back with a bunch of comics. He goes up, he's hosting and he's killing. Yeah. Okay. And then he don't know who's going next. He looks over at all the comics. Who next? You yeah. know? Yeah. And so I'm sitting there in the front and it's literally everybody took a step back. <laughs> so I go, Oh shit, okay, I guess it's me. I go up, I start doing my jokes. Two minutes in he's giving me the light. Yeah. So I get off stage and he goes on and does twenty minutes about how bad I was. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Just like killing yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, who wants to deal with this? Yeah. I felt terrible about myself. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't for me. Yeah. And I just stopped. I, reg- I, I to this day, regret that. What happened to that guy? He's still around. You know, he's you on, know he's, this story? Yes, because I was on a radio show he was hosting, and I, and I talked to him about it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you did this to me, and he was just laughing about it. You know? Yeah, he yeah. Was like, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. And so and then, then it was, he said, yeah, but you're on radio. I do TV. <laughs> I know. I felt like it worked out for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like one of those things that I always, like, people say, don't live with regret, and I, I don't believe in that. I believe, like, it's okay to have regret because you remember not to do that ever again. Right, 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 right. It's okay right. to be like, this is a memory I have that I'm going to make sure, and I'm going to pass that on to other people. Right. I'm going to say like, hey, you know, if you stop. It's like I almost regret too, like, not getting into a relationship earlier in my life. Right. Because it's like- Did you have opportunities? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And it was like, I've realized, oh, wow, 
maybe it is a better road to be like 30 having kids and then you're <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's like that kind of thing where you go. You're but not you in know, a terrible window if you really want to do it. You know, fifty is not terrible. It's not terrible, but you're just thinking about like when your daughter or I son know. is thirty, yeah. you're eighty. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. You know. So, but but it's not. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. No, I know. I, but I, but I, what I'm saying is like it's one of those things where you you should think about it. I tell young men all the time now. Yeah. Think about it. You talk about telling people as if you're running some after school program yeah, for yeah, people. Yeah. But I, I that's what comedy is sometimes. I guess so. I mean, I I used to do a whole bit about being old dad because I was with a younger woman who wanted a kid. And it's like, I, and I, just that remembering people, remembering when I was a kid, the kids that had old dads. Yeah. Like after school, you're waiting. And I know. Like, and this guy drives up, this old guy drives up, like, who's that? And he's like, that's my dad. I know. He's just like, embarrassed. Yeah. How old is he? I don't even know. I know. It's, because my, and then I have to have my electric walker. Right. That's what I said. You know? I say, he, <laughs> and then the kid goes, I got to go. I got to help him. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, no. I don't want to be that guy. I'm like, oh, no. I got to make sure I. I don't know. They love you no matter what, apparently. Yeah, but still, you don't want them to have that. You don't know what you want. Who knows? You know, you don't know what you're going to be like. I know. You don't Who know knows? What they're going to be like. It's all speculative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all based but, on but, your but, own but, fear. but it's based off our own experience too, because, like you're saying, yeah, you... but that's not that's not that kid's experience. I mean, that kid didn't really say that. I made up that kid. It's weird when you have an old dad, but you know, my recollection is is they don't they don't know that. I mean, they can compare. I think they figure it out but when, the, like, they're, yeah. they're, they're at the park and the, and the young dad is fucking throwing yeah, the ball and yeah, running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're sitting on a lawn chair just <laughs> like, you, know, you got it. <laughs> Good job. Keep going. You yeah, know? Yeah. So it's like, I want to, like, I want to have experiences. So, all right. Well, you better get on it then. I'm trying. You know, right, we're there. Right. I'm, I'm engaged. You all know? right. I got a nice, How old she, is she? she's got a nice ring. She's 32. Yeah. You know, we still got to still got to put her down, but you know, yeah, put her down. <laughs> what does that mean? That's just a joke that oh, you know, oh. when girl, women are thirty, you got to yeah. put them down. Oh, really? Yeah, that's just a joke. And does that mean? Sorry, it's all right. All the female listeners right now just they just turned it. That, that's the moment where they hate. Me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he loves his mom, but oh no, he's yeah. a bastard. Yeah, what an asshole. Mama's yeah. boy asshole. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You'll, it, it'll be okay. It'll be the name of my new album. Yeah, Mama Boy Asshole. Yeah. Um. So, when you go back, how do you re-enter? I mean, what did you do for eight years when you're out in the wilderness? Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. That's when I started working. I was like, that's when I started, you know, I, I was working at a school. I was like coaching basketball, working but in the, the library. Head, and in the back of my head, I was like, I was like, I just thought, you know, I'll, I'll never. Did you always think about that guy saying those things? Yeah. yeah. And not even just that. I, it was like when you're in L.A., it's hard to like understand how do you get on stage? There's nobody going, here's how you do it. There's no like path. There's no, no like you got to go meet another go, comic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I didn't know anyone. I didn't, you know. And so it wasn't until um, I was 30, and I was like, I'm gonna go to open mics. Yeah. And then I had my buddy, my buddy Jeff, and we started together. And I remember telling him he didn't want to do it anymore. And I and I saw another buddy of ours, Eric Edwards. He calls and he's like, Hey man, we're at this open mic. Want me to sign you guys up? And I go, Yeah. I'm on the phone. I go, Yeah, sign us up, sign us up. And Jeff's saying, No, no, I don't want to do it. I go, Yeah, sign us up, man. We signing up for this thing because when you're first coming up, you like that companionship. Well, that's you gotta have at it. an open mic. We well, gotta have it. You gotta have the. Guy. But check it out. I don't. Mm. I don't agree actually because when I got off the phone, my buddy Jeff yells at me. He goes, I don't want to go. If you want to go, just go. And so for the first time the next day, I went to an open mic by myself. And I realized this is how you're supposed to do it. I just mean that it's nice to have uh, people you come up with. 
I, I get that. Yeah. But come up with them. You're going. You're right, not. Right, right. You're not. You, know, you, you don't need each other. It's not a crutch. Right. Like, no, you know right. I, mean? I get no. And idea. so then I started to be like, oh, I could leave here and go someplace else now. And sure. I really started to process. And I realized. But I was older. When you're 30, I, I realized you have to cultivate relationships. You yeah. have to like. Yeah. I never knew that part. Make your peers. You have to make your peers think you're funny because they're the ones that get you work. They're the ones that introduce you. And it was like all these yeah. things that I re- I figured out later. Yeah. And then here I am. So my I always say I started. I really started. I started really doing comedy when I was 30. Yeah. That other shit was just like a pipe dream of like just like you know what was that like a year you did a, that? a dare a dare you know yeah. what I mean but was it like how long did you do that I, it was like it would be like I would go to an open mic every six months oh right right yeah I wasn't really doing it so how long did it take you to you know so where'd you get in first I got in I st- I went to the Queen Mary the boat yeah they had a comedy club there holy shit it was called it was, it's Long Beach yeah Long Beach yeah. This crazy guy ran this club. I kind of remember this. And then, and then from then I would do comedy there. And then I started to go to the Ice House. They had the annex room. Oh yeah, the little room over there. And they would do like three shows on Friday, three th- shows on Saturday. Yeah. And then from there, I got in at the Ha Ha. The Ha. Yeah. And then from the Ha Ha in the Valley. And yeah. Then, then I then in this Burbank. process too, I was starting to get. I was like trying to get a showcase in front of Mitzi at the comedy store because yeah, that's still the Grail. Yeah, because showcase I, for the witch. So I because I knew Ahmed 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 yeah. was the one that like yeah. he got me in. So he got me a showcase. The woman didn't even talk to me. Yeah, she didn't even look at me. Yeah. So then it was like two years later through Tommy that I got finally got a showcase in front of her again in, in the main room, and she actually said something to me. It's the only time she ever talked to me. What'd she say to you? She walked through the uh, hallway. Yeah. And she looked at me and said, "You were funny." <laughs> <laughs> and then they took her out and I was like and I felt like you, I was like man just I got, might be one of the last people to get that yeah she was that far gone yes yeah, they were it, bringing her to the main room it was, dude when I was a doorman there like you know just to be recognized as anything it was like it could go either way most times you're like I just don't want her to see me I, you know I'm working here yeah. like, does she have to see me can I avoid it somehow and, but you and then all of a sudden you'd find out oh, she saw you she's paying attention maybe you know I don't know but it was it had it was a double edged sword yeah if you could just keep working without her knowing well I mean I came right. up at a time that it was just different it she was told like, me it, like it, you it should was, wear a scarf yeah, it was you're t- a poet oh, I'm like okay I didn't get none of that stuff oh I wore a scarf it was Tommy who was doing that he was pretending that she was saying these things to I him. know I used to say to Tommy like he'd go like no she really wants you to go forth I'm like dude. Is she still alive? Even yeah, it was like, a, it was a weekend at Bernie's situation. It was like the Bates house, you know, yeah, like man. like what's going on up there? Like he like became her. Yeah, he did. But you know what? It, it, people talk a lot of shit about him, and I, I think I, it was a method to the madness of like no, what he, was he honored to do. the system. Yeah, he did. And I got no beef with that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know he did bad shit. And he was a weirdo, and he and yeah. a lot of people have problems with him. Yeah. But he gave me spots. He would say know, racial would, things. He would say like weird things. I don't know anything about. But that. I got. I got he ex- what he was trying to do. It was a method to the madness. It was he was trying to do her method, right? Kind of, but he, you know, all I know is I came in as a pro. He treated me like a pro, and that was that. Yeah. It so is then, what it is. so after, so this is like what a couple years in. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. This was like, um, oh man, I'm trying to think now. It was like 2000, 2006 mm. is when like I. So right when the club was like at its worst. Yeah, no, Tommy had already taken over now. And right. So, so he, it was at his worst right before that when oh. they were doing alphabetical order and it was Duncan. Yeah. You know, it was like craziness. So, so he takes over. He's like, he's got these guys But the guys crowds now. Were there, weren't there, They were they? starting to come, oh, though. Okay. They okay. were starting to come. Yeah. You know, so it was so you like, were there for all the crazy stuff. Yeah. So I, so I started to get in 
And then at that point, it was like, all right, um, you know, 2008, I got Just for Laughs, you know. New Faces. New Faces. Yeah. And then it was 2009, I booked Workaholics. And that, how many seasons was that? We did seven seasons of that. Wow. That's, and so then that after that, good. it was just like, you know, I'm, I'm off and guy. running. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in. You know yeah. what I mean? Seven seasons. Yeah. Got your health insurance. Yeah, man. Got your uh, draw on the road. You know? Well, it was weird. A college show doesn't really bring a draw for a yeah. comedy club because college kids don't have money. But they know you on I the campus. I think those guys now are starting to come watch me. Oh, yeah? Because now they're 37 and they got two kids. And they're yeah. like, oh, that's the dude from that show that I love. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, they're, yeah, now they're like, yeah. oh, he's a comic. You know? Yeah. Now they're like, you know, that kind of deal. So, How much you working in film and television? Eh, as much as I... I I, I would love to work all the time, but it just is what it is. Like I just did a pilot; it didn't get picked up, mm. you know. But then I did a movie. I went to New York and did this Ray Romano movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was great. He was the director. Oh really? And wrote it. It's actually it was, uh, watching the scenes. Uh, he's a great actor, man. No, he is great. Yeah, actor. he's a great actor. Um, and so he was, you know, he so wrote the, it and he's directing. He's wrote it and he's directing it. Yeah, he's really running with that shit. You know, yeah, it's, a guy, it's interesting. It's so beautiful to see him do. Like he's one of the only guys of his generation. He won. He already won the grill. Made a he billion won. dollars. Yeah, and now he's like, well, now I want to really learn how to yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the stuff. I want to become a good actor, and now I guess he's going to be. He wants to be a director and yeah. a writer. It's ins- like it was a great story, man. I, I really enjoyed watching the work and the people. You he's know. already got all the money in the world. But that's you know you you always it's great that he keeps going. You always want the last job you'll ever need. And everything else you do after that is what you want. Yeah, but a lot of times what they want is just to repeat themselves. And True kinda, enough. And, you know. Like, he's not in another sitcom. He's like, I did that. Everybody yeah. else, Raymond's done. I did it. I right. made all the money and I'm became, ever going to make. And he became a good actor. And now he's like, and I want to be in things. Did I you act do with things. him? Um, no, we didn't have a... Did we have a... No, we didn't really have... Yeah, yeah, we did. Good part? It's a small part. I, I play, like, a wedding DJ. Ah. You know, that, like... But this, the wedding DJ, they have at every event. Right. At the, at the, at the christening, at the graduation right, party, right, at right, the, right. you know, and I'm that same guy that yeah, I end yeah. up, I end up getting with his, uh, his, his uh, sister in the movie. Oh, you know okay, what I mean? okay. So that's it was nice. fun. That's pretty good. Funny yeah. part. You know, it was, it was great. You know, he's, uh, he was, he, you know, I'm in the hotel. I had to like quarantine for like three days, um, because I hadn't got, I, I just got my second shot. Yeah. And oh, was this recently? Yeah, it was recent. Yeah. And then you know he calls me. Yeah. You know, and it was like. A, no ID, so I didn't answer. Yeah, yeah, I don't like anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I get a message. Yeah, know, it's like, hey, this is Ray Romano, and I'm like, oh shit, Ray, you know, how are you? I doing know I'm going to talk to him because he's the director, but I didn't think I was going to talk to him like that. And I got to say, I, was, I, I was geeking out because yeah. it was like his voice is so distinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was like, this is fucking Ray Romano on another. Yeah, you know, yeah, I feel yeah. like, am I Brad Garrett right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> am I in the show? Am I in the show? Am yeah. I on a neighbor right now? So it was great. And he was like, hey, let's go hang out. You know, he's like me and him and the other the writer and then the other dude in the show in the movie. He's like, we're gonna go get some pizza and we're gonna go to the cellar. Yeah. So I walk in with you know freaking John Gotti. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'd never performed at the cellar before. But Did you, you go know, on? I got on. Did you like it? It was great. It's very. Yeah. It reminds me very much of the Comedy Store. Were you in the in the cellar cellar down the basement? Or we we, we did two different shows. We, we did the, the other place. We did the right. other one and the and was the that other the underground? One. Yeah, the underground. Yeah. And we did the the main one. Yeah, you know? yeah, but it was great. And then I got in. You know, she get she let you in. Yeah, SD let you in. Yeah, lucky you. You know, she the yeah. but you know it's funny is like he goes you know Eric Griffin right? And I take my mask down and she goes oh yeah and I was yeah. like you don't know who the fuck I am yeah, stop yeah, acting yeah. like I I I'm, you just love this guy and yeah. he's vouching for me <laughs> so he says he goes because we're gonna be there two weeks now he's like well let's let's come again. 
You know, yeah. we, first of all, we bumping people, and I yeah. don't like that. Yeah. So he raised like, hey, let's uh, let's let's tell her, let's let's come Saturday. Yeah. And I go, hey, Ray, why don't why don't we put ourselves on the lineup? Yeah. You know, and he goes, oh yeah, you know what, you're right. Good idea. Okay. Oh, oh really? Nice. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, we want to bump people. You right. Know? I mean, you got to, you could do it, but it's like, come on, man. You can't. No, he's dragging you along. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like, people, I'm going to be like, the dude, yeah. like, oh, why is he, you yeah, know? And got Keith Robinson going that. Who the fuck? Yeah, exactly, dude. It was like, <laughs> so, but it was, it was really cool. And then, you know, and, you know, and so I had that experience. So, anyways, you know, and, uh, you know, you just, you work when you can. Yeah. At this point right now. So, stuff comes up, I'll go out for it and we just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I got, you know, it's like when I did I'm Dying Up Here, that was like, I got that from like they saw me at the comedy store, man. They were just yeah, there they used to a lot of store guys. Yeah, they were just there that night, and you know it was like I got the part three weeks later. Did you meet Jim Carrey? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know he was there that night. I remember I always tell the story, but it was like it was so weird. Adam, he yeah. comes up to me and says, "I'm about to go on stage." Yeah. He says, "Hey, Eric, Jim Carrey's here." My first thought was, "Is he bumping me?" <laughs> right, of course, yeah. And I was furious, Mark. <laughs> Furious, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "What the fuck is he doing here yeah. with three hundred million dollars in the bank, bumping people? That yeah. He's never done comedy. He has done comedy in like ten years. Yeah, why is he here? Yeah, you know." So I went on stage with like anger in my soul, and I kill. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm the same way. And anytime like I see the bumpers or the people that can, yeah, for whatever reason, like like I'll see Burr. Like, you in town, Burr? Yeah. Call in. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I just say like. When are you going on? He's like, ah, I don't know. And I'm like, I'll bring you up. Just like, <laughs> like this is like just to curtail it. You know, like I'm not before me. I don't want to wait. <laughs> yeah, it's just I just I just you know it is what it is. I get so mad, dude. I, I, I it's it's because it's like all you got to do is just be on the lineup. <laughs> yeah. Just let us know. Yeah. Can, can it be like that? Can yeah. it just be like there's 16 people on this lineup? Yeah, right. Or you see, can like, you just, you, can you be? You look at the schedule and there's the Pauly Shore pop in. I'm like, yeah. really? Oh, <laughs> come on. Do we, do we, do we need that? <laughs> we, just put him on the lineup. You know, like, why not? Oh, I, do... I did Pauly's movie. That's another movie I just did. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was just, it, the movie was called Guest House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, premise yeah. of the movie is right, he people have a house yeah. and Pauly Shore is living in the guest house. And he's, he That's the premise. As Pauly Shore. Yeah, yeah. No matter what his character is, yeah. it's just Pauly Shore is living in the guest yeah. house. I, I thought it was nice. It was like a, an homage to it like raunchy. Like a, yeah, it seemed funny, but it came and went. Where is it? Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Yeah, people like it. I mean, it's, it's, I, I'd say I'll say it wasn't like you know what you're not gonna be. You're gonna be like this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's so funny about him is like you know he talks about when he gets on stage how he used to be the character. It's like he's still a guy. Even by the end guy. of the 15 minutes, he's the guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. The, You know, the wheeze is back. Yeah. And people have fond memories of the wheeze. That's what I'm saying. It's like, weird. It's okay that he was like one of the largest stars at a particular time. Like, when you talk yeah. about just a comedy world, yeah. Paulie was huge. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. He was huge. Like him or not, he was huge. And now he's like a nostalgia act. It, you know, he means something to somebody. Yeah, it's like, like, remember when we were 15? Like, there's going to be like a Bravo show with like him, Gary Busey. <laughs> I think they've, it's already happened. You know, they're going to go on like, they're going to yeah. go on like tours of inns. Yeah. <laughs> so are you wa- working tonight? Yeah, I'm at the store tonight. What where what time? I don't know. Which room? I think I'm in the OR. I don't Me know. too. I think I'm in the OR. I'm in the OR. I'm gonna see what time I'm on. Yeah, what time are we on tonight? I'm on uh I'm at uh nine forty five. Oh, I'm probably after you. That's what they always 
No, wait, you can't. Sometimes I'm no, after you're not you. at 945, because yeah. I'm at 945. But we're in different rooms. I'm in the main room. Oh, yeah, I'm in the OR. Yeah, yeah, so we'll okay. be on stage at the same time. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. And I'll be hearing you. I'll be on stage in the OR, and I'll be hearing the big laughs. I'm like, no, oh, fucking Eric. <laughs> Killing down what the hall. What are you talking about? People like listening to you. I know. What does that mean? That's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> You're not a for, belly laugh for comic. A You're not a belly laugh I comic. I can get a belly laugh. But that's I not what go, you want. You want people to you want people to go like this. Good one. <laughs> no. You want people I to get, be like, ooh, I get ooh that's ones. a smart one. I get some belly laughs. I know. I've got the I've I'm got not I, saying, but that's not what I can do it. You're, but that's that's not your goal. I like the last where they're like, "What?" Yes, exactly. <laughs> you want the ones where people go, but "Ah, you got me with yeah, that yeah, one." But, that, but that's a laugh. But it is. I, but I can, I can, it's I can. A natural. First of all, I can roll it out, dude. You want, you want to go? I'll, I'll, I'll belly right. laugh it. I'll I'll belly laugh next it. time I'm after you, I want to see like an all want, belly laugh set. All belly laugh yeah. set. You're not sitting on that stool. You want me to work? You're it. up. I want you to be up with walking energy, around. walking around, giving it to the crowd. Old where people Mark. are gonna be like. Shit. Holy Christ. This is 1976, yeah, Mark Merritt. He, he's got it in him still. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. But good. you're in a good place right now. I'm okay, yeah. You're in a good place. Thank you, sir. You too. Good talking to you. Oh, that's it. All right. Thank you. You all right? <laughs> Do you want to plug the podcast again? Yeah, Riffin with Griffin. And I'm also, I also game. I'm on Twitch all the time on Eric Griffin Gaming. Oh, really? Yeah, I love it. I'm what the, the, old, I'm the old man gaming. I have no idea what that world is. Yeah, it's just me. I play video games and people watch me and they pay me to do it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, that's a good gig if you can get it. Yeah, that's the gig I want to keep. All right. <laughs> All right, Eric Griffin. Griffin with Griffin is the podcast. You can also see him on Workaholics if you haven't seen that show. He's also on I'm Dying Up Here and uh, he's uh, he does the stand-up. Okay. All right, now I will, uh, I, I think I'll play some guitar. Cat angels everywhere, man. 